Hello and welcome guys to this third episode of Trading Psychology. I go about as Medici FX and today on the show we've got Adriana, a trader from United States. Her speciality is day trading as well as scalping and uh, we're here to cover some interesting topics for you guys. Welcome Adriana. Hello, how are you? Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for joining. I'm really well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And How have you got into trading? Tell us a little bit about your styles, about what do you do? Okay, well, I started in all the financial sector before starting with trading because when I went to college, I kind of got involved with the fundamental part, you know, what is GDP or is the, how the geopolitics work and stuff. Right. But then when I moved to United States, I'm from, I'm from Colombia, and when I got to the United States, I started getting introduced into cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and I got it in a scam and... But at the same time, I was like, okay, I lose some money in this, but I have to see what is the opportunity here because there is a lot of potential in making markets uh, trading right. online. Because right. it's something that is new, it's accessible for everybody. I can work for myself and it depends on me. Mm -hmm. I have the responsibility of being successful. I don't have to look for a job or something like that. It's, it's up to me. Absolutely. So. I was super interested in learning more and I was looking for academies and stuff like that. But I also noticed that there's a lot of fake traders, a lot of fake mentors, a lot of fake um, gurus, everything. Yeah. It's everywhere, you know? True, yeah. So I went, I didn't even went to a place. Um, it's called IML. I don't know if you know. Oh, it, yes. It's, IML, like, okay, yeah. it's a pyramid, scheme, it, basically. They're making money. True. <laughs> So when I went there, I went to one of the meetings and the guy even had a laptop and the laptop was like all broke and stuff. And he didn't even knew how to answer my questions because I had some knowledge about it. So I was asking him like, okay, and how do you manage the risk and stuff? And you were like, oh no, no, there's somebody that does it for me. You just have to get the, you just have to pay the subscription. So you're selling me something and I'm, I need to talk to the person that I'm going to learn from. Yeah, I shouldn't be talking to you. And then I researched and was like, this is not gonna work. No. Then I kept looking and kept looking and I found a person that knew a guy that worked in bank and another one that worked in hedge fund and they were really successful and, you know, I was really interested. I, I contact them and I had mentored by, I was mentored by them. Right. And it was pretty good at the beginning. I was, of course, a little confused because it's a lot of information, mm -hmm. but I was eager to learn. I just got in grinding mode from there. That's good. And it took me about, I don't know, six months okay. to start understanding everything because the thing is everybody's different and every the financial situation of everybody's different or problems are going on in the life, you know? And sometimes those, those things can affect our performance, not just in trading, but in other stocks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I just moved from another country and I was going through all the change because I had to learn new language. I had to learn from a new culture, a new environment. I didn't have no family or nothing like that. So it was a, a big change for me. And I was going through that struggle. And plus I had kind of the pressure on myself to become a trader because at the same, at the first point, or personally, when I started trading, you do it because you want to make money. Absolutely. You know, because you see there is potential in making money on this. And I started taking kind of 
um, in a way that it was not realistic. I was thinking that in six months I was gonna make, I was gonna start with a thousand dollars and I was gonna make twenty thousand dollars in six months because yeah. you know because I got out of college young so I can do everything. <laughs> yeah, and then in a year time you're gonna have a Lamborghini. Yes, yes, yes. Like my ego was on the top, and yeah. then like I started realizing like okay something is not working. I was over trading like crazy. I remember one day I did like 29 trades, no like way. three hours. And then I was like, okay, I have to stop because this is not going to work like this. And it was painful. You know, I think all traders went through the season when yeah, we were course. not successful and we'll, we'll go through failures. But then when you start understanding the, the chart and understanding your strategy and really started following it because Sometimes you don't gonna learn till you, till you fall multiple yeah. times. So you say like, okay, this doesn't work for real. I already been suffering for this for the last month, and I just have to stop doing it if I want different results. True. So I started doing that, and then after the six months, it took me around I don't know, eight to ten months. I started trading I mean, life account, small life account, and the demo small life. Mm -hmm. And I started getting consistent and then then I put like my first account that, you know, I could get my daily income, something like that okay. from it, you know, and I started doing that. And the beginning was a little bit hard because I was rushed to do so many things. Right. And I was the same. I want, I want to create a hedge fund and I'm going to be in New York and, you know, all this yeah. <laughs> is possible. But you have to think about the time frame. OK, it's not it's not going to be in two years. If you want something like that, look at the 10 year time frame. Right. Because if you look at the I have to be here in two years and in two months, you notice that you're not close to it. You're going to get frustrated. Absolutely. You're going to feel bad with yourself and all that. So. Yeah, and you yeah, won't be went, consistent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I went through like the hard road because of that. And but then I started getting consistent. I noticed that you can't compare yourself to nobody else because this is your own journey. True. And I started following what my eyes were telling me, not what people used to tell me, like, oh, that's a good trade. And then I was like, Okay, I'm gonna get in because that person told me. Right. No, because that's that's not the point. The point is you want to be able to do it for yourself and yeah. you have to be accountable for yourself to take the right decision yeah you don't want to get spoon fed exactly you won't get anywhere with that in a sense yes and you don't want to depend on somebody else yeah definitely would say that this is a systematic process it is where 100 uh, yeah and uh, consistency is key which kind of brings me to this idea of a trading plan and journaling so personally, I journal and I have a trading plan and clearly stick to that. I have it on my wall, actually, and I read yes. it uh, every day in terms of what before I need to starting do. Before starting trading? Yeah, before and after. So it's just a habit and it's in my head, you know, and mm -hmm. I think this is something that is really important for people to understand, to have, to actually achieve something with anything. You need to have the plan and the journal. So for me, yes. the journal really helped because I kind of reflected on everything I did. And when I saw the losses come in, I kind of dissected all of them. And I understood that, oh, I took this loss because I missed out this. Oh, I took that mm -hmm. loss because I missed out that. And then slowly, 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 I got into a position where, okay, I started to notice those little things before the trade and it did help me out. 
in that uh, sense that I started instead of losing, I would make the winning trades. Uh, and what do you do? You have a trading journal as well. Do you also like have that plan? I do like to journaling. I think it's a must. Okay, it's a must to have a journal because this is a process where you have to be improving a method. Right. And if you don't know what to improve, how are you going to improve? Absolutely. Another thing is when you are trading, your mindset is totally different than when you are looking at your journal. Because when you're trading, you know you know the market is moving live. Yeah. You know you have a live position. You know you can just pause it and take a break and go somewhere else to calm down or to distract yourself. Like exactly. you have to be right there. Yeah. Well, when you're journaling, you already knew what happened. You already know. Okay, it's a win. It's a loss. I'm gonna see what I did wrong. Know with the mind that I have to do something right now because I'm in a trade, but I'm going to see what I'm doing wrong. So instead of just having a mistake and lose money, I can capitalize on that mistake and learn from my next trade. And it's hard to do it sometimes because you have to put your ego down and kind of realize that there is nothing about you. You know, yeah. like it's not you're not a failure. You're not a loser. Nothing like that. It's, all about the charts. All you have to do is follow a plan, yeah. and that's it. It's it's, it's easier than <laughs> than it's, what it is. Yeah, it's, it's easier easy. said it's than just, done. Yes, that's true. So. Journaling is definitely important, but then it's also something that after losing trade, right? Most people, or me myself, even you know, like, uh, and sometimes to this day, I go back on the market and be like, okay, I lost like one or two percent, and then I'll be like, okay, let me jump into another trade and i'll make that you know percent back that's and that's idea <laughs> yeah you lead yourself to a loophole and then you kind of start losing losing until you lose your whole account yes and, and you you go like in a mode that you're not really knowing what you're doing like mm -hmm. you get Irrational. so stuck into that loss that you just yeah see opportunities everywhere now like okay everything is nice i'm gonna take i'm gonna make the money back in this trade. you know you over leverage Cycle. how do you manage with your losses let's say you take two or three losses in one day uh what do you do what yeah. well usually the first thing that i personally do is i try to be aware of how i am because not every day is the same we're not robots no there's gonna be days that i'm gonna be sleepy there are some days that i'm gonna be super positive there's some days that i'll be super energized mm -hmm. there's gonna be that i'm gonna, there's days that i'm gonna be distracted with right. things and I'm just really aware of what, how I'm behaving from the moment I, not even I open my eyes before, you know, when you, when you awake. So in that moment, usually what I like to do is I like to be grateful. So I say like, okay, I'm grateful for little things, you know, because I woke up today because yeah. I know the situation, how it's True. everywhere right now. Yeah. I'm not sick. I can do whatever I want. I can go for a run. I, you know, like all yeah. these little things. Like I do it like for three minutes and then I wake up like more calm. Right. Because sometimes you might have anxiety in the day or at night. And when you wake up and before you go to sleep, yeah, like your subconscious is more awake. So all those memories come to your brain because your brain is just like filled of files that you get during the day. So I try to keep myself focused in what really matters and 
instead of focusing that much in how much money I'm going to do today or how, or I don't know, like I want to get this type of house and I want to get this. Instead of looking at all these results, I'm trying to focus in the day by day things and okay. realize what I do in the morning. So I wake up and I usually, what I do is I change, I kind of get ready. I go to the computer and I have a paper that with a message, right. you know, like it's like five, six lines and that I wrote before to remind myself that I'm doing this because I like to do it okay. and that I'm doing this with love and I'm doing it this, like I have to be humble. Mm -hmm. And if I do what I have to do, everything is going to be okay. You know, right. all I have to do is follow the rules and everything will be right. So that takes some pressure from my shoulders and starting noticing little things. Like right. I usually put like music and I start getting like, in my mode and that's good but some days that i don't feel probably too focused yeah i have to be aware of that and i'm like okay my state of mind is 80 percent of my probability right. so if i don't have that chunk i should go do somewhere something else you know right so are there mornings for example when you wake up and uh after you do that little the three minutes of meditation i could say mm -hmm. are there days when you're like Nah, today I'm not going to get on the charts for some particular reason. It's not very often, but there's days that I just don't want to trade. Yeah, I think that's also uh, important. So you don't really keep feeding yourself the same thing until you get tired of it. Yes, and sometimes it's about don't feel pressure because the charts are not going nowhere. There's going to be a trade tomorrow. There's going to be a trading next week. True. Yeah. The, um, when you burn an account, it's not because there is not enough opportunities or it's not because your strategy doesn't work. It's because you're not taking the opportunities that go with your strategy. That That's it. And sometimes there's nothing like this morning I woke up and everything was like ugly. And I was like, I don't see nothing. There is, there is nowhere in the dollar. There's nothing in the Euro. There's nothing in the pound. Everything moved in London. I woke up at the end of the train. I'm not going to jump right. to take the last little piece just because I have to enter right now. I'm just, go do something else yeah, and then come back. And if you wait, the trade is going to come later on. I waited an hour exactly. and a half and then everything started moving. You know, you just have to be patient. Yeah. The puzzle pieces will come together, you know, and mm -hmm. you will have the things. And I've, I've discussed this in my previous podcast with um, a couple of people as well, that we have this mentality, how we're taught in a sense that more and more is better. And then yes. failing traders, they bring that you have in. to be productive yeah and working all the time <laughs> exactly yeah and that doesn't that goes kind of against the virtue oh, of yes. in trading totally. i would say of course if you need to backtest your strategy if you need to like learn how to identify various levels when you when you need to learn yes sure but in terms of live trading itself you can't really apply that the nine to five mentality as we call it that doesn't really apply doesn't here Yes, no. and, and that's the problem because most of all, most of us were raised with that mentality. I yeah. was raised with that mentality. Same. So I used to have a schedule for every hour of the day. And if I didn't do all my goals for the day, I used to feel bad with myself. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing nothing with my life. Or you really want to have results right now. Right. So you try to be busy all the time. And that's not good. like after midday. Yeah. I try to don't trade from 12 to 5, but at least if I'm in a day trade, I just monitor, but I'm not really like entering in a trade Friday afternoon. Perfect. I try to avoid 
right. being in the charge in those moments. Right. Yeah. Because market close. Exactly. And low liquidity. So, you know, makes sense. You're not being smart. <laughs> True. You talked uh, prior about like goals and going step by step per day. Um, but do you yes. also believe in like journaling for, let's say, five or 10 years goals or like 20 years even like what you want to achieve oh. in the long, long run? I haven't done that yet. It sounds really interesting. Okay. Like I, I kind of have um, an idea of how everything is going to be. But the thing is, you never know okay. what life brings you. No, like, of course not. I would never expect to be in the situation that I'm right now ever. Right. You know? Okay. So what I what I want to do is what I usually do is like I do my yearly goals. Okay. And I try to focus on three things because uh, as I was saying, I used to have that productivity mentality. Like I have to have 12 goals in the year yeah. and I have to get them all. And I don't care if I don't have time for nothing, time for myself. Like I'm just getting in there. Right. And that was also a little bit of a problem because um, in my case, because I changed country and I really don't have a social life. Right. I can say that right here. I have a lot of networking online, different places, but in my city, I don't. Because okay. first of all, I want to be with people that I feel like that I belong there. You know, sometimes you can have a conversation with somebody and like, you're really not interested in the topics like yeah i like to talk about entrepreneurship and yeah. trading or motivation or growing progress all that and there's just people that it's not like that and if i'm going to spend my time in somewhere where i'm not gonna go nowhere i prefer to to oh, work right so i kind of started to have different hobbies or different things that also make my life full okay you know that i have a balance that i can do things that i also enjoy of course always improving and trading i trade almost every day so i i like to have like three goals per year or five goals per year depending but instead of having too many just kind of just focusing on those and make sure that i'm doing them right every day that sounds interesting yeah. In that aspect, I am quite different. I do have... How do you do it? So basically, I have like, well, mm -hmm. yeah, a couple of goals for like five, ten years. Yeah, I read that uh, every like month. So I understand oh, where I'm going towards. Good. But obviously, weekly goals and monthly goals, I have set in stone as well for me to understand what to do daily. And yes. essentially, those weekly and monthly goals do lead the path or carve the path towards the bigger goals at the end of the like picture in ten years. Yeah. I, but I think it's actually a really good idea. Yeah, because to look forward. In a sense, yes, because I think this is law of manifestation. Because you manifest your monthly goals, and then that kind of just opens other doors to get to your bigger, bigger goals. It's just you attract what you want by doing the things you need to do. Yes. So yeah, how much time do you spend per day on screen? You say you trade every day, so. Yes, I I, I do spend a lot of time in the charts. It's because I, I like it. I enjoy it. So usually what I do is I trade from 8 to 11. Last year, like I I was trading, I was waking up for London. It's 3 in the morning over here for two years. The problem with that, some days your schedule changes. So for example, it was midday and I was ready to go to sleep. And then I was awake like at 11 at night. Like it was getting a little bit messy or I was awake 
Sunday at three in the morning, and I was like, okay, now I'm going <laughs> That's to a do little it, you extreme, know? yeah. Yes, yes. So I was like, probably later on I moved to Europe. I don't know, but for now I'm just trading eight to eleven. Right. And in those hours, I I do my journal right. while I'm trading. Yeah. Uh, when I enter, before I enter in a trade, I just take a, a screenshot. Right. And I put it in a Word or in a PowerPoint. And then, like, when it's in the middle, when I'm already in the trade and it's positive or negative, whatever, yeah. I take a screenshot and I also say, like, okay, what I'm noticing in the trade? Because I also want to notice if I'm being too biased. Okay. Because you can just take the picture at the end of the trade and say, like, oh, this is what happened. This is what happened. But you also want to know your thought process while you're in the trade because that's the most important part. Because yeah. usually you you make bad decisions is while you're in the trade so i do that and then i take a screenshot at the end of the trade and and that's it and then at 11 i finish trading i go work out or do some usually i work out at midday and you know like relax a little bit like at two sometimes from two to three i redo my journal like i just sit 15 minutes and i wrote down what i see in the charts Mm-hmm. You know, based on the screenshots that I took earlier. So you kind of uh, uh, put it down with your rational yes. thought. So you go through it again. Yes. And then like around seven or from seven to nine at night, yeah. I go to the chart again. Sometimes because I have classes, I, I teach trading. Okay. On Wednesday for Spanish speakers, Thursday for English speakers. So I have those two days which is good for me also because it makes me spend more time in the charts and i usually trade live or i open day trades but i also look for overnights because i do day trades okay and usually from monday to thursday i don't really look at the charts sunday mm-hmm. uh, i look for overnights from seven to nine and saturdays and sundays i back test in the morning at least two hours so basically i trade in the morning every day right even weekends that's pretty uh, consistent if you ask me i know you're a sculptor and uh that's something i used to do but stopped uh, because i did not like uh, the way to trade like that so in terms of that difference i'm a day trader so for me as a day trader i have a position i did my analysis it gets triggered in i don't really need to be on the chart you know i can go out i do my things but if you're spending three hours, for example, on screen time and you have positions running, how do you manage emotions in that state? Because I'm pretty sure you'd feel like moving things sometimes, moving your SL, moving your TP, getting out too early. Like, how would you manage it during a scalp? Uh, well, while I'm scalping, I, I scalp, but I don't scalp in the one minute, as I say. I usually use like around the 20 minute, three mm-hmm. minute, you know? Right. That is kind of the same, but it's not as short. So something that I do is, first of all, I have to make sure that I'm entering the high probability trade. If I'm not entering in the high probability trade, I shouldn't even be trading because it also goes with your strategy. If you know you're following your strategy, you should feel more comfortable. And if you're putting a position yeah. size according with the trade, you shouldn't mind because it's a risk that you are able to take. Absolutely. Because of the probability of the trade. If I'm in a day trade, because I don't take too many trades, I take like three trades maximum per in, in New York. Right. No, I, I'm not taking too many trades. 
sometimes two. Today I took one. Yesterday I took four. You know, is it like an average of two or three trades? I think it's good because you want to focus on the best. You don't want to be taking everything. And you want your risk exposure to also kind of be minimum. Exactly. Okay. And if I, for example, in in one day trade, because I usually have like one or two day trades open at max. I don't go three day trades. No, usually it's one or two. I look at the intermediate time frame that I use. So, for example, if I'm doing day trades in my intermediate time frame is the four hours, I go check out the charts every four hours. So I'm looking at the clock. Same. I'm not gonna be Same. 15 minutes before the candle taking decisions of getting out of the trade. I wait for the candle to close, and that helped me a lot to be patient and wait for the signal. For me, it was actually pretty funny because I used to backtest my strategy. And I was back testing on four hours, and you know each click is four hours. I would be sitting on my charts, on the live charts, and waiting for the four-hour close. Oh my god! Yeah, I would relate the back test to the live market, and it it was kind of stupid because you know nothing really changes, and it only worsened my results. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because yeah, the smaller time frames have a lot of noise too. Yeah, if you're trading higher time frame, you don't have nothing to do in the one minute. No. Exactly right, and uh, that's definitely something I can tell people to do is that if you backtest something, don't expect it to be like on the live markets because it's nothing like that. You need to really step back and just let it trade do its thing. Even I think if you trade the yes. fifteen minutes, I'm pretty sure you need to let it do its thing, let it breathe a bit. Even even right. I I usually when I scalp, I look at the twenty minute for intermediate time frame. Right. So it's pretty good because it's not that short. It's 20 minutes. You can go for from 10 pips and up. I'm not going to go for five pips if I have to pay two pips spread because I'm basically working for the broker, you know? Yeah. That so I have to go above 10 or 12, okay. usually above 12. Right. Yes. Interesting. Do you think that um, trading styles reflect the personality traits of people? Mm, like, probably the lifestyle okay because there is i have people that they just want to do swing trades right and they don't feel comfortable with the market moving fast and probably they have family or they have schedules that they want to respect and they want um, a style that goes more with their lifestyle that they don't have to be in the computer for three hours and yeah you know, don't do nothing else but just be in the computer. So probably with the lifestyle, mm-hmm. probably with the personality too. Right. But I think like lifestyle obviously can be changed. So then you can change the way yes. you trade. Why I thought, uh, for example, like when I used to scalp, I'll, I'm the I'm the kind of person that likes like volatility. I like quick movements, right? Yes. That's why I used to uh, trade crypto as well. Uh, it's just the way I am. It's what I like. So that's yes. why, yeah, I really had to train myself to be calm in day trades and not to like go on the charts and start changing things. So that's definitely that I can say that I think you can change yourself. Yes, you, you do. You can change yourself. It's, it's all about finding what works for you. Right. Oh, I agree with that. Definitely. It's interesting to hear your view on this. Is there anything maybe you want to add? Well, regarding to, to trading, I think if you're learning is just try to focus on yourself because as i said everybody has different styles yeah. and it's not just because of the strategy i can have the same strategy as my brother mm-hmm. but i can take entries a little bit different than him like i consider myself more like a pullback trader right. i like to wait for the pullback because 
I think my risk is reduced and I having better prices and yeah, but I just have to be more patient for that. You yeah. know, there is people that doesn't feel good with the pullback and they want to wait for a breakout because they want to be extra sure, you know? This also ties into, for example, if you're trading and you just left your charts and you go, for example, on Instagram and you see everybody like... Oh my God, yeah. Tra trading <laughs> and like posting their t take profits and their trades and then you're like, oh no, you know, I need to go back on my charts because I need to be doing this. What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that drove me crazy yes. because i would see and everybody's you know making uh, pips and i'm just sitting there like i just entered you know where are my pips yes so. well social media it has something positive and it also has something negative and is the fact that we compare ourselves it's like i remember when i was um i was already getting consistent but i used to compare my right. money with right. somebody else's money so there was this guy that was like um it was kind of like my age Right. And I was like, oh my God, she's making $11,000 in a day. You know, like, where yeah. are my 11000 <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where is my money? Yes, yes. And then I was feeling like, no, I don't know where I'm going to get there. And look, yeah, already, you know, like you start comparing yourself when things that doesn't really matter. Like if somebody's making money or if somebody's losing money, that doesn't going to affect my... True my way of trading you know i can yep. make money with more people or somebody can lose and i can lose too like that doesn't gonna affect me i think it's probably because we are competitive True. you know we're like animals and at some point we want to be on top of the other one to feel good with ourselves so something that i probably would give us advice is just try to be aware of who are you following and what information is coming into your mind because even what you talk or what you see in TV, what you watch in everywhere, movies or in Instagram, that thing goes to your mind. And if there is something that's going to make you feel insecure, because you got to understand that Instagram is not real. Right. It's an illusion. We create an illusion of everybody's lives, but that's not, that's not a person. Those are just pictures yeah you know, just, just snapshots yeah an image yeah you know that even i can create something with photoshop and put it right there is it's an illusion we it's not real absolutely and sometimes we think that it's real so if we see people uh, that is happy and with a lot of money and being super successful it's not all about that you know a person is more complex than just the money and if yeah. we just focus in a couple of results and we're gonna judge ourselves based on somebody else that's gonna bring our confidence down yeah. in trading without confidence it's not gonna take you nowhere no absolutely and that's everything in life really if you compare yourself with anything you do you won't be further than you were yesterday because you're looking at what someone else is doing Yes. Be it uh, Forex or, you know, school even or businesses, growing your own business. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's really good advice. Thank you for sharing that. On this note, uh, I'd want to thank you one more time for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, everybody do make sure to check out uh, adrianaforex.com. She does offer various courses. You can uh, ask her questions, talk to her. She does consulting as well. So definitely mm -hmm. check her out. I'll add a link in the description. You can also take, uh, send an email to my email. is info at Adriana Forex. So Adriana Forex is A-D-R-I-A-N-A. -A -A. Yeah, I'll add it in the description for everyone as well. Definitely check that out. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes because there's more to come. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, take you. care. Yeah, bye.